Hey everyone, welcome to the Hey Parents Podcast, where no matter your experience with parents, we're here to talk. My name is Brian. And I'm Alina. Hello everyone, welcome to our third episode of the Hey Parents Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about career conversations. Um, Shout out to those of you who shared your experiences um, relating to the last episode on dating. Uh, We appreciate hearing your stories and are so grateful uh, to have this podcast as a way to start sharing new conversations that are really important. And again, we want to preface this whole thing by saying uh, moving forward again, like (laughs) our experiences are our own and we aren't generalizing what you know, what we went through is the same as what anyone else went through. Yeah. But hopefully you can still find some form of relatability mm-hmm. and kind of have that conversation with us still. Because Ali and I really appreciated when um, when you all reach out and DM us your responses. Yeah. And even if you, you know, don't want to share that with us, like we're hoping that you're having these thoughts either by yourself or with your friends or whoever you feel comfortable with so in the end like our hope is for us to have these conversations with each other but also to maybe inspire you all to do the same yep yeah all All right right. so alina going right into it what did your parents want you to be when you were younger oh okay so um let me try to think i I guess my parents, so my parents are Asian. (laughs) The stereotype for Asian parents is for them to want their children to pursue careers like doctor, lawyer, something Mm -hmm. like that. Right. But actually, my parents didn't want me or Lisa to be doctors because they knew that the schedule for doctors would be really stressful and intensive. Mm-hmm. So although those jobs are stable and make a lot of money, they actually didn't want us to become doctors or nurses, mm. um, which is interesting, right? It's like you would think <laughs> you right. think that they right. would. Yeah. Um, what was the alternative, though? I feel like there's a but coming. But <laughs> I think they never listed like one career for, for me and Elisa. Mm-hmm. It was more like, in high school i was like yeah like i guess econ's cool and like i think they were talking to you know my cousins who were older than me Mm -hmm. and one of my cousins he majored in econ and accounting i think so yeah i was like yeah i guess i could do some econ and i didn't hate it but i also didn't love it but i was like maybe i should give it a try Mm-hmm. Um, did, your, did your parents suggest it though for you? Yeah, so then they ended up saying, okay, well, if you're interested in accounting or finance, you should go into finance and be an accountant because they know, like, some of their friends are accountants. Right. And they know that, you know, it's a stable job, makes decent amount of money, you know, it's stable, basically. And what they want for me um, is to have a stable career so that I can make money throughout my life and not have to worry about that aspect of my life and I can do other things um, outside of just focusing on my career Mm -hmm. so I guess to answer the question like what my parents wanted me to be when I was younger they didn't really have a criteria but in high school 
for that transition into college and start really starting to think about career, they wanted me to be an accountant. <laughs> ah, that's a long-winded way of saying that. <laughs> that makes sense, though. I mean, so what, what do your parents do? Oh, um, so my mom works at, as a quality assurance person uh-huh. um, at a printer company. I don't exactly, I feel like this is actually something very interesting. Like, my parents don't really talk to us about their jobs. Uh-huh. It's just something that they do, and I never, I guess I've asked and they've explained it, but I never fully understood. But I know generally what they do. So for my mom, she like tests out printers, finds bugs um, for that. And then mm-hmm. my dad, he does design for these like, chips that are used in computer parts or phone parts mm-hmm. um, so they went to school for all this stuff too right uh kind of so my mom went to community college um but i wasn't like specifically for a job and then my uh-huh. dad went to well he finished his undergrad in taiwan uh-huh. um and i'm not too sure if that relates to his career right now uh-huh. but yeah, that's yeah, that's what my parents do. But before like your parents ever like pick up picked up their current careers right now, did they ever like because your parents are immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. Like did they ever have to like go through anything before uh, you know, raising you guys? Mm, yeah, they went through a couple like different jobs and I remember my parents telling me that you know, it was difficult finding a job in a new country. Like, if you can imagine, they didn't speak fluent English, like, even even worse than now, probably. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a huge hurdle in finding a job in America. Yeah. Um, did, but, it, did that have any influence on what they wanted you to do? Like, eventually to decide that you wanted, that they wanted you to be an accountant? Well, not necessarily, I would say. Um... In terms of career choice, no, but I think the influence, if there were any, it would be that they know what it's like to not have a full-time and stable job, mm. right? So that's like yeah. one of the big values that they wanted me and Elisa to focus on and to have. And because they're, you know, they've gone through a lot as immigrants and they've worked really hard and they've saved a lot of money for me and Lisa to have a good life. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to have that struggle. Right. You know? So they just want the best for you. Yeah, exactly. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you? What did your parents expect or want or hope that you would be <laughs> when you were younger? Uh, so my parents didn't really have like any super high expectations in terms of a career Mm -hmm. my parents actually they wanted me to just finish high school yeah and kind of figure it out from there my parents they don't come from or they didn't go to like a four-year institution or ever finish college for that matter my dad when he immigrated to the united states he kind of became this handyman and kind of got around finding jobs and doing work for other people when he immigrated here and then when my mom immigrated here with my dad she 
was good at math in high school mm -hmm. and she had a connection here and she found an accounting job at a bank mm -hmm. but then eventually she um got laid off because her job was automated Dang. but yeah so when it came to me and my brothers and what we wanted to do they didn't really say or have any expectations mm -hmm. maybe besides like oh maybe you could be a nurse right and so that was like the extent to which they recommended careers mm. um i had a uncle or i have an uncle who suggested that i become a sailor oh. because he's a he's kind of like a fisherman or something right and he makes a decent amount of money he's also a filipino immigrant mm -hmm. um and that's just something that he knows is like a way of making a lot of money yeah but and so he kind of tried to impose that on me, like saying, like, hey, this makes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But then I knew that he was gone for a long period of time throughout mm -hmm. the year. And so that never really interested me. Right, right, right. So at the end of the day, like, it was either nursing or become a sailor. <laughs> and none of those things, they, like, I mean, both of those things, they were just like, as long as you get a high school degree, like, it's fine. So... Okay, yeah. I see. Well, what did interest you then? Uh, well, I didn't really get interested in anything until, like, high school. Okay, okay. for sure. <laughs> yeah, because when we lived in Long Beach, I was, I, I think the highest aspiration I had was becoming, like, a professional skateboarder. Very different than what you do now. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, I'm not doing that anymore. I mean, I still skate. Well, yeah, but, you still skate. But, like, I don't, I'm not going to become Tony Hawk mm -hmm. anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think so. When we moved out to Joshua Tree, uh, I started, you know, stargazing and going out and hikes, and that kind of influenced me to get interested in science. And so once I started getting interested in science, mm -hmm. I started really thinking about the possibility of really becoming a scientist. And at that time, I wanted to be an astrophysicist. Yeah. And so that's when I started paying attention more in math. And that's when I started really liking school. I started not only liking math, but I also started liking writing mm -hmm. and found like an interest in both subjects, I guess. And eventually all of those things, I started doing really well in high school and I was able to do well enough to get into undergrad and then uh, at UCSB major in physics. Mm -hmm. And then from physics, I you know there's a whole pathway through that. And, you know, I got into earth science, et cetera, et cetera. But during that whole time, my parents had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, I was going to... Okay, so I have a couple of questions for you, right? So, you know, during your personal journey of finding your passion for school and math and astrophysics, etc., what did your parents think? Or did they know that you were starting to get into that and transitioning into pursuing yeah. higher education? So I would say, like, in high school... Whenever, like, when I started doing really well mm -hmm. in school, like, around sophomore year, yeah, I tell my parents that, hey, look, I am actually getting A's, like, and I would, like, tell them, and they'd just be like, good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they wouldn't, like, I mean, their expectation for me wasn't that high. Mm -hmm. So, like, whenever they heard, they'd, they'd be really surprised and they'd be really supportive, mm -hmm. but they didn't know what that really meant. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, that meant everything. But, yeah. like, for them, they're just, like, 
that's good like yeah and like yeah and it's like for you to excel in your classes compared to before I feel like for you that would mean that you're starting to find your passion right you're starting to enjoy school yeah which is why you dedicate time to study and do well on your tests Mm -hmm. but then to other people might seem like okay it's just a letter you know it's a good letter yeah that's definitely my what my parents saw it as Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I mean they're very supportive in the sense that like they were saying they would say hey you know good job and like they don't know what it meant yeah to like be an ap or like in Mm -hmm. whatever and i i'd try to explain to them but Mm -hmm. they'd kind of forget over time and then i'd have to remind them or something Mm -hmm. and honestly that's still the case today yeah but i mean obviously you know being in a phd they know that that's a really big deal yeah um but yeah like navigating through high school into undergrad like when i told my mom i got into ucsb she was surprised but she was and she like posted on facebook to like tell her friends <laughs> yeah but she didn't know the gravity of what that meant right, right. um and i mean obviously i could celebrate with myself and like with other people mm-hmm. at school and like my friends and stuff but yeah like my parents didn't really have that you know mm. connection to it like they didn't know the gravity of what all that meant mm. which is honestly my fault i feel like i didn't re- really explain my to my parents like the weight of those things yeah and uh you know them being christian like immigrants it's like how could they you know like they don't yeah. know the system here and well i don't think it's your fault because you're also you're christian so it's not like you knew what to do and you like you didn't have parents who knew this process either so it's not really your fault right it's like you kind of learn as yeah. you go and i feel like now you like now that you've gone through that experience you kind of know what yeah would have wanted to do yeah yeah no i'm getting better at you know this is why like i go home every month now Mm -hmm, to like mm -hmm. you know maintain that connection and like make sure that they know what i'm doing and you know so as of right now like they're pretty much okay with me pursuing a phd yeah yeah. i'd say like i told them when i got accepted to uci like hey you know (laughs) i know this isn't like the doctor you were thinking about (laughs) but i am gonna be a doctor (laughs) so that's kind of cool right and they're like yeah (laughs) like you know so but they're they're really supportive and i really appreciate that um Mm. at the end of the day i mean i've had really hard conversations with them which i talk about in the podcast that i was featured on Mm -hmm. in grad school femtering if y'all want to check that out Mm -hmm. um go check that out if you have the time but yeah i've had hard conversations with them about you know, what it means for me to go into academia for the purpose of not necessarily making a lot of money, yeah. but because I really care about the subject that I'm pursuing. Right, right, right. Because for them, they saw it as like, what? Like, you don't want to make a lot of money? Like, we're here because we want you to make money. Mm-hmm. Because for us, like, financials has always been, like, the number one thing. And mm-hmm. um, we've always struggled with money. Mm-hmm. And for them to hear that their son is, like, doesn't care about it that was definitely a shocker for them Mm -hmm. but i had to kind of tell them like no like this career will help me be stable but not make a ton of money Mm -hmm. but i'll still do what i really like to do and Mm -hmm. i'll Mm -hmm. i'll be doing something i'm passionate about Mm -hmm. which over time they've come to uh, like terms with Mm -hmm. um because you know now i can show that like 
you know, I'm stable. I, I have a home with you. Like I can pay rent, all this stuff. I can pay bills. And yeah. yeah, now they understand like, and it's just crazy to me that I'm at this point in my career where like I'm making more money than them. Like, and I'm not saying that to brag, but it's just weird to be put in this situation because I hear like all the time from other grad students like yeah like we don't like we don't have a livable wage Mm -hmm. and you know to some degree that's true you know some people have different conditions and all that and I completely understand and maybe I'm just fortunate to be in a STEM field that gets paid more for their stipend right but to me like this stipend is like more more than enough right, right because I've seen what my parents are capable of dealing with living with five people in a house yeah so yeah that's kind of where i'm at with my career with my parents yeah so a question that i had earlier that i could still ask right now is like do you wish you your parents were more like they pushed you more to pursue something Mm. you know other than nursing oh no i I guess not i think no Mm. i don't think so i think I'm just really glad that they gave me, like, the leeway to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to, like, beg them. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. like they, I kind of have this, like, privilege to, for them, or from them, that they didn't really care. Like, mm-hmm. or, well, <laughs> not no. that they don't care, but, like, that. <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah. So, they're just like just do what make yeah like my 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 mom and my dad always say just do what makes you happy and so i'm really i'm really glad that they have that mindset Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what about you where (laughs) what what how because obviously you're not doing econ anymore oh yeah i'm not (laughs) (laughs) so where where did that switch up for you like what like how how did your career manifest over time what what changed mm-hmm. for you how did you well, get to where you are now yeah so um as i mentioned in the first episode i'm currently a lab manager um, at uci at the spatial neuroscience lab and in that name you can tell that i work in neuroscience now <laughs> so that's like very different from econ so in undergrad i actually did start off as quantitative economics and Similar to your story, actually, I didn't really care much about school growing up. Um, I actually went to a really competitive, like, middle school, high school. But I wasn't really one of those competitive people Mm -hmm. because I didn't feel like I understood the importance of of education growing up Mm -hmm. until around junior year of high school. That's kind of when I was like, thinking about college, thinking about the future. And I really enjoyed bio, actually, in mm-hmm. junior year of, of, of high school. And that's kind of when I first realized, like, I am passionate towards something. Mm-hmm. And although, like, things happened and, you know, transitioning from not being a good student or not really having good study skills and then trying to study for really difficult classes like that was a difficult transition for me but at least I knew that I was passionate about education at that point Mm -hmm. so going into college like yes I started as econ major because I didn't really know 
what I wanted to do, but at least through the quant econ major, I realized that I enjoyed statistics. Mm -hmm. And then I started taking some random GEs, including psychology, and I learned that I love psychology. Mm -hmm. And combining those two together, I realized that I like psych research. And I can apply the stats skills that I learned from my quant econ degree to psych research. So I was, you know, in that honors program and then ended up in neuroscience because I've always had this like interest in bio, but I don't come from a bio background. So I feel like going through psychology and then neuroscience, like that was the path that made sense for me. Mm-hmm. Um, How did your parents take it? Yes. That when is... <laughs> you were like, yo, I'm not econ anymore. Yeah. I'm I w- psychology. Right. So... <laughs> That was a difficult turn because my parents were hoping that I would pursue something in econ or accounting. Um, I even joined a business fraternity because I wanted to make those like network connections and talk to a lot of people and learn about how I can become, you know, some businesswoman, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know, I just like, it didn't feel right to me because I knew that I was doing all of this for my parents. Mm. And I, you know, now that I've gone through that process and that's like two years ago now, like I know that my parents only wanted to, you know, they were hard on me and wanted me to pursue a business career because they know it makes money. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I was like this feels off you know like I want to do something that I enjoy I don't want to spend the next couple of decades of my life doing something that I don't want to do and I knew that I loved psychology Mm -hmm. so when I told my parents this they kind of took it the wrong way because Mm -hmm. they I think what happened was like they don't they don't really know how a psychology degree or how a psychology career can make a lot of money. Yeah. And I think that comes from maybe stigma or stereotypes about psychology. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you, the only career out of psychology is a therapist. And honestly, I thought that that was the only career too. Mm-hmm. And that's like what I grew up learning about. But um, so pretty much like the first conversa- conversation I had with them, it went terribly <laughs> Like, Mm -hmm. I was really sad that they weren't accepting of what I wanted to do. And it's, like, something that I am genuinely passionate about. And Mm -hmm. I love learning about, like, it's crazy because I would think about how in middle school or high school, like, I hated reading the textbooks. I hated reading in general. But then I love reading psych textbooks and learning about this stuff. Right, right. And then the fact that my parents didn't really accept me for that. I felt really sad about right Um, there's sort of this reoccurring theme when it comes to talking about your career of parents mm -hmm. where at the end of the day all they really genuinely care about is that you're okay yes like or that you're secure yes so my question is how did your parents shift their perspective when you were telling them that you actually had a job lined up after yeah yeah no like that's what you just said about my parents wanting stability for me, like financial stability. That's something I actually had to figure out and understand over time, but also through therapy. Because 
in my head, I was like full of these emotions. I'm like, why can't they understand? Mm -hmm. But then from their perspective, like they want the best for me. And they at that time, they didn't know what you know, majoring in psychology could come out to. So when I, you know, was applying to jobs and I was telling them about the application process and I told them, you know, anytime I had an interview, I would tell them they would be excited because they know that I'm securing a full-time job potentially, Mm -hmm. or like at least I'm, you know, in that process of securing a full-time job. So when I got that full-time offer, like, you were there <laughs> when I got that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Obviously, you were really excited. Your, yeah, yeah, like, I was so excited. I, like, of course, this is something that I love doing, uh-huh. the work that I do. But also, you know, I knew that my parents would be happy. The fact that I'm doing what I can to be aware of, like, the financial stability that mm-hmm. I, that my parents want for me. Right. And in the end... My parents also want me to be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't feel that way when they said no to psychology. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. But um, financial stability is part of happiness. You know, like uh-huh. if you're worried about money constantly, like that's it's really hard for people to deal mm-hmm. with those situations. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. And like uh, when I mentioned that difficult conversation I initially had with my parents, it was sort of the same sort of headbutt. Mm. where they were like are you actually gonna be okay yeah going into this field like will you struggle will you like yeah. and like you know it's that thing where i'm sure you've probably said to them like no like and i said the same thing you know and um eventually you know you, you kind of just show them that this this career pathway mm-hmm. is a safe and comfortable mm-hmm. pathway mm-hmm. um and they eventually trust you yeah and so it's it it's a long process and i think uh yeah yeah no that's that's exactly how i would say that i navigated it too like it takes time but it also takes like helping them understand you'll be okay yeah. and for me that like what that actually looked like was i would tell them the possible career tracks uh-huh. and also like the salary that would be made so that they know tangibly this can be done or like i will be okay in the future on my own Mm -hmm. Um, and i'm sure that's like similar for you too yeah 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 for sure i think um when it comes to have like having career conversations (laughs) (laughs) i think it's like it's it's an ongoing one and this is something that i talked to yvette about as well Mm -hmm. um specifically at that time I was talking about a PhD, but I think it kind of goes for like everything. Right. And I think it's just important to keep your parents in the loop about what you're doing Mm -hmm. and showing them that you are okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, I know that not everyone has supportive parents. Yeah. Like, and that can be really hard. So, so right now what we're kind of talking about is like, some advice for other people if they're struggling to you know talk to their parents about their career choices or Mm -hmm. you know career interests even so in addition to what we've talked about is there anything else that you would want to share or you know provide our listeners so one one piece of advice i would have for everyone if you're going about talking to your parents about your career yeah it's like the tone 
I think coming in with the right tone is always key mm-hmm. because it's sometimes, especially if you come from, if you have parents who are immigrants, like the tone that you come with can, they can often take it aggressively. Mm-hmm. But as long as like you be mindful of that and mm-hmm. also, you know, be mindful of theirs too and try to like check them on that <laughs> as well. Like, hey, I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just, or I'm not trying to like, disobey you in any way right like i'm just trying to tell you what i'm interested in doing with my life and you know just come in straight like that um another piece of advice is just trying to understand their perspective yeah because like we were just saying like it's all a matter of them i think for at least our parents it was a matter of them just wanting to know that we were going to be okay Mm -hmm, exactly yeah and i think for me personally too like tone played a big part because of the language barrier in my in my opinion or like from my perspective of it i think a couple times my parents would think that i'm trying to disagree like purposefully disagree with them or start an argument with them when Mm -hmm. all i wanted to do was to state how i'm feeling or state my opinions so you know with that like maybe one or two conversations won't turn out well but it'll take time you know at least for me and Brian it seems that it just takes time and understanding from both parties to be able to you know have these kinds of conversations and also I think one additional advice that I would give is that it's okay to set boundaries Mm -hmm. with your parents and same similar to setting boundaries with everyone in your life like you there's not going to be one person who will be the only person that like you share everything to right there's yeah. going to be you're going to have to have like different groups or different people that you go to to talk about different things mm-hmm. and of course we want to or for me at least I want to respect my parents and have that relationship be a relationship where there's respect from both sides yes and because I value that I need to set some boundaries. Like, I, right. there's some things that, like, I don't feel comfortable sharing with them just yet. And that's okay. Yep. And it's the same thing with my friends. Like, maybe, or, you know, colleagues and people that I'm not that close to. I'm not going to share everything in the world with them, mm-hmm. you know. And I can still maintain a good relationship with them. Yeah, yeah, And course. it's just, like, setting, understanding those boundaries and then, like, doing that for yourself and for your mental health. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's all we have for today. Um, Feel free to DM us, leave a comment on the Instagram, Twitter post, Mm -hmm. and let us know about your experiences as well. We'd love to hear from you all. And yeah, Yeah. this is a really difficult topic, I feel like, because it brought up a lot of emotions for me. Yeah, it's way more complex than just our experiences. So yeah, there's yeah, we'd love to hear everyone. And obviously, I think at some point in the future, we're gonna have to revisit it. Mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. I think people have different experiences, and we want to be able to showcase those perspectives and experiences here. Yeah. So, yeah. We appreciate you all for listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hey Parents podcast. Tune in for our next episode and make sure to follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcast at Hey Parents Podcast. Until, Until next time, time bye! bye.